Welcome to the Ace Ride With Us minicast. I am honored to have John Moore, fellow Ace member and coaster enthusiast. John, welcome to the show. Hey, uh, thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Yeah, well, we got your name from your excitement revolving around the videography session. Uh, how, how was that videography session? I found it to be very uh, informative. Uh, the uh, host, uh, Taylor Bybee, gave me some very good advice that uh, I'm trying my best to follow, although I haven't tested my uh, video equipment yet. But uh, I yeah. thought it was very informative, and, and I'm also uh, Coaster Freak 88 on Discord. So Perfect, perfect. Coaster 88, got it. No, um, Coaster Freak 88. Oh, Coaster Freak 88. Yeah, Coaster Freak 88. I'm the one that, that was posting for looking for rides, so... For those of you guys who are not ACE members, um, uh, ACE has quite a few um, different events, and this was a particular event that you joined. And the reason why you stood out is because you have uh, like a special case. Do you mind uh, talking a little bit about uh, why you're in a special case and looking for rides? I am totally blind as well as uh, technically, like, I guess you'd call it legally deaf with about a 90% hearing loss. So it seems like a pretty big challenge for somebody who's into a park enthusiasts uh so when did you start your enthusiast well your park enthusiast journey well uh, i would say because i grew up uh, kind of terrified of these things and uh i mean i can remember being terrified of the arrow mine train at six flags over texas i can remember like getting off of it crying and and, you know, my mother would be like, why, why are you not enjoying this? And, you know, whenever it's fun and I just couldn't. Uh, and then uh, fast forward to about, I would say, 2001. And I went to Six Flags Fiesta, Texas with a group. Uh, I, I was at the Texas School for the Blind at the time. And I went down there uh, mainly to hang out with friends. But I got talked into going with the group that like roller coasters and plus, I wanted to see what Joker's Revenge was all about. But that didn't really do it. And then my mom also had gotten me on uh, Batman the Ride, the B&M invert, at over Texas the, year, the in 2000 at Holiday in the Park. But I remember thinking, okay, that's fine, but not really paying attention. Later in 2001, uh, in the summer of 2001, when when Titan opened, you know, the uh, Giovanola Hyper Coaster. Mm-hmm. I decided to try it just to see what it was about because, you know, it, it was the big talk of the town among the, you know, you I heard radio ads all the time and, you know, stuff like that. I, and I, my dad was trying to describe parts of it uh, to me and whatever, the, the infamous incident where it had to be evacuated shortly after it opened. It, writers had to come down the stairs. But uh, so I decided to try it and see what it was. And, and I would say that was really the beginning of it. And then... Um, for me, especially uh, all through high school, the parks and rides became a form of escapism because uh, I really was bullied a lot at school, and a lot of um, kids didn't really want to be around me because of my disabilities. They weren't looking; they weren't trying to see beyond the disabilities, and so I was never invited to anything. Or and uh, enter the coaster community. I, in particular, was involved with uh, Coaster Buzz back in those days. I still have an account up there, although I rarely go on there. And uh, I was on what used to be called Lone Star Thrills. I was blind writer on Lone Star Thrills and uh, several others. 
and it came it got to the point where i was revolving my schedule around what carnivals were in town i went in head first and i liked only roller coasters for about two years then in 2004 i started doing flats it's a story that's still told in my family today of when i got my then 70 plus year old grandfather who doesn't do thrill rides to ride the zipper at a uh, carnival <laughs> because the because the carny wouldn't let me ride by myself and my grandfather, he was sitting in the cage holding his um, Super 8. Do uh, you remember the camcorders that had the little miniature videotapes? You know the ones I'm yeah. talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're And he's, he's sitting there. He's only holding on with one hand, and he's got his camcorder in the other hand trying to film me, and the ride's flipping us around. And he got off white as a sheet from what I got told later. He was it, – it, it almost made him sick. And uh, my mom was just about ready to skin me a laugh. She's like, you got him on that thing? And I'm like, I didn't, I, they made him get on it, you know? <laughs> With a video camera? They let him have a video camera, huh? Yes, yes. They they let him on with a full size. Would they let him on with a full size camcorder? Because those weren't sm well. I mean, they were smaller, but not. But that's how that particular carnival was. You know, they would say you're responsible for it, so you're on your own. He took that thing on the on the tilt a whirl too to film me on the tilt a whirl. The operator invited him to ride with me, and uh, he gave us like a seven minute ride. And I remember complaining very loudly that it wasn't fast enough. I pretty much went in head over heels after that. I, I started doing rides of all kinds. I went bungee jumping. I've done a scad tower, uh, you know, the thing where they drop you into the net without any safety attachments on. They used to have one of those at Zero Gravity, which Zero Gravity Thrill Amusement Park, which finally, which sadly was sold off. And I don't know what happened in that ride. I know the skyscrapers go into Coda Land, from what I heard, but that's that's all I know. And then um, I got out of it. Um, when I graduated high school, I got out of coasters gradually and um, got into other interests. I, I play the pipe organ. I, I play classical uh, church organ. And I was into that and also uh, into audio production. And I had, was also in college. And so I think the last time I had gone to Six Flags Over Texas was in 2006. And then I started gradually losing interest when I went to a place called the Louisiana Center for the Blind and realized that I was not going to be able to go to any parks. I kind of lost interest in it. So I was that way for a while. I still had a love for them, but I just didn't really do much. As a matter of fact, um, I also was kept abreast of the news in those days by uh, Clint Novak and others uh, back in the, when In the Loop was a daily newscast. Yes. I used to listen to them uh, every day. That's how I uh, kept abreast of news. And when I was at the, the School for the Blind was a boarding school, then I'd come home every weekend and catch up with In the Loop and Coaster Buzz and uh, Coaster Radio, the one, you know, with Mike Collins and EB. I, I still went to carnivals every year. I still went to at least two carnivals a year, the, the State Fair of Texas and the, and the Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo all the way up until 2010. But it, it didn't have the same appeal. And I had also started college and was going to be an organ performance major. So I was taking uh, music theory classes and things like that, devoting all my time to it. But then um, two years ago happened, as we all know, in, in COVID, and I was looking for uh, something to, I was basically looking to do anything because I had lost my entire support system. I'd moved from Texas to Kentucky in 2018 for work, and uh, I lost what little support system I had here, and I was just, I was looking for something to do, and um, a friend of mine who was coming through town 
took me to an FEC with an SBF visa spinner called Malibu Jacks. And also the most evil Super Himalaya ride uh, I have ever ridden in my entire life. It was also my first. And I genuinely thought I was going to die. I mean, it was so, so scary. Was that, that, was that your gateway back in? My real gateway back in was last year when I uh, went to Hollywood Nights completely by myself. That was what really convinced me to get back into this. And I had joined Ace in March of 2021, uh, mainly to read Ace News. I was back into it, but then the real gateway to me, it was empowering uh, when I realized that I could do this and be supported at it was was when I went to Hollywood Nights last year. And that's that's a story in itself. Just I have so many memories of there that I still look back on. Yes, Co- coaster events are, are often a highlight to most of us ace members and then i went to uh storm the kingdom at kentucky kingdom last year i went to storm the kingdom and uh, got to meet the tillsleys and the other uh some of some other acers uh that were that were there and we did ert on kentucky flyer and storm chaser was was my first rmc because every time i had gone to six flags over texas and i went two times in 2014 and once in 20, 2016 the new texas giant was either closed or in the case of uh, 2016 the guy I was with, his grandmother got hospitalized and we had to leave after only two hours. So my first RMC was Storm Chaser. And I almost lost my phone on it because uh, I wasn't sure where to put loose articles and my phone almost fell out of my pocket. But that's, a, you know. Well, why don't you walk us through that? I mean, most of us coaster enthusiasts don't have to deal with probably the challenges that you do. So can you mm-hmm. talk just a little bit about, one, how how the rides are possibly different for you um in your in your situation and then mm-hmm. two how how uh, you know what kind of extra assistance you need on the rides just to kind of make us all a little more aware i would say rides are no different for me from although i mean i tend to pay attention to how it feels uh more i mean i didn't get the thing about why riding voyage at night was so neat because you know every ride's a night ride because i can't see anything and as far as assistance goes i would say the you know i know how to get on the rides and whatever it would you know if people usually tell me where to step and all that and if the restraints um getting to and from the parks is the is the biggest challenge um that's the biggest thing because uh you know I, i can't just go whenever i want to parks as much as i'd like to i have to Either like Kentucky Kingdom is 15 minutes away. I can Uber to Kentucky Kingdom. I can Uber there, but I need to meet somebody there. Otherwise, I'm just going to be standing there doing nothing. I'd say one of the funniest bits for me last year, and I have a recording of this, is when um, my first Ace event was Storm the Kingdom. And I got out of the Uber car, and he had he had pulled around so that I would be right in front of the uh, ropes, you know, the line, the queue leading up to the gate. And, and there was nobody around. And I thought he had dropped me off at the wrong uh, entrance, but I walked through it anyway because he kept telling me that I was at the front gate and I set off the metal detector and security doesn't come over. And so I'm just like, how am I waltzing into this park, uh, you know, without any, you know, nobody's around or whatever. And then somebody finally found me and got me over to the ACE check-in table. Uh, but it was pretty funny because I was kind of standing there going, uh, I had Chris's number, and I'm like, I better call him. I don't know where I'm at. And then uh, that was when I set off the metal detector. Yes, we take a lot of things for granted. And and eventually, you know, because I didn't know anybody there last year, but there were people that just, they took me in and let me hang out with them. 
Well, let's yeah. let's uh, let's take a, a dive down um, your coasters a little bit. Uh, get to know yes. you a little bit better. What's your uh, what's your favorite current your favorite favorite coaster? I would say um, again, this is probably a weird taste for me, and I know I'm gonna take off some people, uh, but I would rather ride a Schwarzkopf than a BNM. And so my favorite <laughs> is um, is Shockwave at Six Flags Over Texas. I've always liked that one. Uh, just the classic feel and the trains and the and the feel of the ride. Uh, it's it's still uh, it's still my absolute favorite. That's a, that's a fun one. It is sure. a fun one. And you know the those two drops. And I know you know the ones I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're in the back seat, um, you better hope you don't fall out of the train. <laughs> and, yeah. the, and the and the whole thing just shakes like crazy. <laughs> oh, I know. It, and and it's and but it's that's what's that's its charm. You know, that's its charm. I mean, I love that thing. It's just a it's a rickety old Schwarzkopf. I mean, what my, what else is? Hey, my and, my first invert was a Schwarzkopf. It was a Looping Star. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, and, and and well, and I love the and you know Six Flags as far they're still running the original Schwarzkopf trains on that thing, and so I really like that a lot. As far as I know, they're the, they're the Schwarzkopf trains. I've had a few times where I've gotten double rides on on Shockwave. I remember one time in where they there was nobody in line, uh, it, and that was the first ride of the day because I insisted on it when I went one time. So I they came in, they're like, "You want to go again?" So they sent the train back around. <laughs> I mean, but Shockwave is one of those that I can just ride over and over and over again, and uh, and it would never disappoint. It's a classic. It is. It's a timeless classic. And I, I really hope that they keep it running. You know, I really, really hope that they keep it running because there's just, like I said, it's a special ride. I got to hand it to uh, Indiana Beach. I'm so excited to ride the triple loop, you know, and I hope they can keep it as true to Schwarzkopf as possible. You well, know? I've got a season pass for Indiana Beach, so hopefully I'll we'll get to ride it this year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, if it opens this year, I hope it does. I mean, they've got it pretty much put together, don't they? They do, but I don't think the cars have been certified. So earlier you talked a lot about flat rides, and it sounds like you may have gone through a flat flat ride craze. Do you have a favorite flat ride? I still do. Um, yes, I still am a flat ride crazy person. I would say my favorite ride is the the Moondial Top Scan. Electrospin at Carowinds is an example oh, uh, of a of a Top Scan, and uh, the one at the State Fair of Texas was called Space Roller, and um, it got to the point where the the carnies down there got to know me because I was the because I came every year for years, and uh, Space Roller was one of the must rides that I always had to do at least twice. And the thing about the top scan is you got to sit on the outside if you want to really feel the g forces. And so uh, they knew when I came up that I always had to sit on the end. Probably the most memorable ride I ever had on it was in 2009. I was on one of the arms, and there was this absolutely terrified uh, girl on another. And the operator started taunting her. And so he's raising the ride up to the run position. And he's like, you see that guy down there? This is his favorite ride here. And then he's like, if you're scared, you're in trouble. And then and, and so I yelled at him and said, show her what it's capable of. And that was the most wicked ride I'd ever had on that thing. I mean, we were flipping around constantly. I'd say he probably gave us a four or five minute ride just full of spinning and flipping. I got off with jelly legs. I'm like, I, I wow. If you've ridden one at a park, from what I understand, you haven't really experienced what the ride can actually do. Because they turn them down, or yeah, yeah, because they turn them down. You, you, you got to go to a carnival. One of these days, on my bucket list is to go to a German fair because I've heard that the German showmen they run those things like maniacs, and I really, uh, I want to get out there and try one of theirs. 
I would say also uh, I'm a very big fan of the um, of looping starship type rides like the the Kamikaze is one of my favorites. You know, I I just I could go on a lot about about flat rides and and how much I'm a fan of them. And I've ridden some cool ones. I, I've ridden the um, the Mondial uh, Capriolo, which is basically Mondial tried to copy the uh, skyscraper. You know, the thing you sit on the end of the arm and it rotates around. They tried to do that, um, and uh, they brought it to the U.S. for a bit in 2008. It came to the State Fair of Texas. I, I got to ride that, and then I've gotten to ride the the SNS Scream and Swing that was intended for portable use that had an electric motor instead of air tanks. I must have ridden that one about four or five times when it came, when it uh, came in 2006. Hmm. Well, I have um, not done a skyscraper yet, okay. but uh, Six Flags St. Louis is putting in a uh, version of that Catwoman's Whip. They're putting in a Chaos Spindle, I think, like the one from Fun yeah. Time. All right. Well, um, as we kind of wrap down the interview, I just wanted to give you the opportunity to talk a little bit you mentioned that you were at the holiday nights and you felt hollywood like nights people, yeah sorry Hol yes yeah thank you uh, what what can us coaster enthusiasts do if they see somebody like you just give us some tips or or what you would appreciate of how we should act okay first of all and and i mean i said at the beginning i, I could i could talk about this for i could talk about hollywood nights for ages in fact uh on my own podcast, uh, my friend Shane interviewed me for two plus hours. And that's all we talked about was 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 my experience there last year. And if I may say, one of the things, the thing that really stood out to me was when um, on Friday night I was hanging out with another enthusiast uh, for most of the night. But on Saturday, uh, he went to Lincoln Boyhood Memorial State Park and I was in coasting for kids. So he dropped me off, and I didn't. I honestly didn't know what was going to happen because I didn't know anybody there, and um, the park absolutely went above and beyond to make sure that I got taken care of for that entire day. And the next thing I know, you know, the media relations manager walked me around for the for, for the for the coasting for kids hour, but then she had to leave, and she sat me down at a at a picnic table, and she said, "I got to go to HR," and I thought for a minute that I was just going to be sitting there all day in the hot sun doing nothing. You know, until my friend got back and I'd been trying to call him. Now I know why I couldn't get a hold of him because he was at the state park. But then she comes back and she had worked with um, the attractions department to uh, get people to rotate to rotate in shifts to assist me around uh, during the rest of the day, right up until the end of the ERT on Saturday night. And and it was so uh, I mean, they absolutely been over backwards. I mean, to the point of uh you well, know, if uh, we if we can for, get you uh, anything, us and, uh, uh, we'll get you something. We'll and you know, whatever. I, it's probably some of the most memorable. Whereas I was not prepared for how hilly that park was. Uh, you know, as anybody who's been there knows, the really oh, yeah. steep hills. Oh yeah, and crazy, uh, so crazy, crazy steep. Yeah, and so they would they would stop me and they'd say, "Do you need water? You know, stay right here. We'll go get water." And there were some of them that that they already had cups of water there, and they would say, "I've got one. Do you want? Do you want it?" <laughs> I, and I mean this affectionately, but they kind of let me boss them around. Like when, when they were serving dinner, uh, I didn't go through the line. The staff member I was with, they, she went and got my food, and she, and she said, if you want seconds, I'll get you seconds. And it was really, they walked me up the exit ramp for Voyage, where the, you know, that Voyage is where the party's at during that event, if you've ever been. And I was expecting to wait in line for a long time. 
and and um, the staffer I was with led me straight up the exit ramp, but then she had to get sent away, so she put me with someone else. And then um, next thing you know, I got to ride Voyage about three times in less than an hour because they just let me fill seats on trains. I mean, the hospitality was absolutely unbelievable, and that's something that, that it stuck with me for a lot of reasons because I, I had never thought that I would be able to do a park independently and get treated like that. To be treated as an individual and not as somebody who just, you know, needs help out of pity and whatever. You know, I'm aware that most parks are not like that. They won't go out of their way like that. So what would you what would you say to fellow ACE members that run into you at an ACE event? Tell them how you'd like to be treated. You know, just the way you normally would uh, treat anybody. I mean, it would help if you, if, you know, you, you told me who you were and all that and, uh, and, uh, you know, just seeing if I need help or any, or anything, um, you know, like I, I'm coming to spring con this year and I'm going to be by myself and I have nowhere, I have no idea where to go and all that. And, and, uh, I would say, you know, don't hesitate to reach out and ask me if I need any help. I mean, I, there were some times last, like when I was at Hollywood nights last year, where I was walking around trying to socialize with people. I think it may have been a little bit awkward for people because I was walking around and I use a very, very long cane without meaning to getting up in people's faces and stuff like that because I was trying to hear because, you know, Hollywood Nights is over a thousand people and I was just walking around trying to get to know people and I got disoriented at one point. And just because a park staffer happens to be with me at the time, you know, that doesn't mean that I'm set apart or anything. It just, like what happened last year happened and so sometimes I wonder if because I was with uh, park personnel, uh, people thought to not say anything because, oh, the park will take care of him. You know, I mean, if I need something, I'll tell you or something. Or if, if, if you want to just, if you want to hop on a ride or something like that, uh, you know, that's fine. Uh, and the other thing is that, you know, when I come to these, a lot of times I'm taking ride share. And so I don't know where the heck I'm going. And so uh, if you if you see me out there, uh, don't hesitate to come up and ask, um, at, you know, an offer to help. Don't uh, don't grab the cane, you know, don't grab my cane and don't don't grab me uh, unexpectedly or whatever, uh, you know, but feel free to ask. All right. Well, John, I appreciate you sharing so openly. I mean, I know uh, I know there's a lot of people that probably don't even think about how it might be for somebody in your situation so giving us a little look into and advice of of, of how to, to treat people i think is fantastic and i uh, appreciate you coming on the show and being so open well thanks and uh, i'd look forward to getting to know other people actually some of the some of the other ones uh, i was going to attend of course uh, storm the kingdom uh because that's at my home park but also uh Fall Thrill Fest at King's Dominion and uh, Coco Con at, at Hershey Park. Heard a lot about them, and uh, so I, I'm looking forward to going to those parks. And uh, there are parks I want to get to, but it's it's harder to get to. Like, I really want to go to Knobles, and the nearest airport's 50 miles away. Yeah. So. <laughs> I know. You know? I, I, I try to fly in sometimes. It yeah, be, and and um, yeah, and Indiana <laughs> Beach, which, which I really want to do. Those are what I'm looking at for now. And, and if there's an event at Carowinds, uh, I really hope to go to Carowinds and, hey, they have a top scan, so, you know. <laughs> uh, awesome. And um, I'm also going to the add-on day at Fun Spot. I want to do the 300-foot Sky Coaster before I go. 
but it's, uh, it's uh, and those things those those things don't scare me at all. So you know, it don't scare get the, me. <laughs> oh, it does. <laughs> I was shaking, shaking all the way up. <laughs> well, 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 I admit it. The first time I rode dive bomber at Six Flags Over Texas, I was probably that way too because I was. I remember squeezing the hand of the guy next to me, like, "Oh my gosh, what are we doing?" But then, um, once once I pulled the rib cord, I'm like, "I'm not going back now. This is amazing." <laughs> I do the best I I can, and I mean, I I hate to get you know stuck out in the parking lot not knowing where to go, but thankfully that hasn't happened yet, and I hope it doesn't. If you see me walking around out there not knowing where I'm at, don't hesitate to offer help because I probably don't know where I'm at, and I'm looking forward to hanging out with people at. Um, ERT. Uh, I am a Schwarzkopf fan, so two hours of ERT on Scorpion has me very excited about that. It's, it's, a, it's a fun one. I mean, I'm, I'm going to try the other ones, but I'm going to be gravitating towards Scorpion. I can tell you that right now for most of it. I always you write know. at least once when I'm there. Yeah, 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 because there's just something about a Schwarzkopf, like I said. It just, uh, although I am excited for Iron Gwazi and Shikra and Montu and, and, and at SeaWorld Orlando, Mako and, and Manta. You're speaking you know. my language, man. <laughs> thanks for uh joining in and um i would say uh anytime you find somebody uh at an ace event that looks like they're by themselves uh feel free to introduce yourself um it's always a great place to meet people yeah and you know we we are a family when you when you think about it i mean we're all there for one purpose and that is because we love these kinds of rides and we love the parks that that provide them for us and uh and you know we're 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 all just there to have fun Uh, for sure, thank you.